0: Good morning welcome to sunday school at second baptist i'm glad you could be with me today when we last um our last lesson we had talked about how the uh, disciples on the road to emmaus and also peter and um, others had seen jesus and they had rushed then to tell the other disciples what they had seen and um so that was where we ended up last time. And so we're going to continue now and finish up the book of Luke um, in Luke chapter 24. And we're going to start uh, reading in verse 36. So it jumps into the middle of the story because they're they're there among the disciples and they're telling the things that they had seen. And then uh, starting in verse 36, it says, while they were telling these things, he himself stood in their midst and said to them peace be to you but they were startled and frightened and thought they were seeing a spirit and he said to them why are you troubled and why do doubts arise in your hearts see my hands and my feet that it is i myself touch me and see for a spirit does not have flesh and bones as you see that i have And when he had said this he showed them his hands and his feet so they're they're telling each other the things that they had seen and then suddenly there's jesus in their midst and in another gospel you know it says the door was locked and yet there he was and so um you know he says to them peace be to you uh that's a a greeting that you might hear in the Middle East, that's a proper greeting, you know, to come in and and say that, peace to this house, peace be to you. Um, And the answer back then is, and to you also, you know, it's kind of like that. And so, um, instead of answering back in the way that they might have, they were startled and frightened and thought that they were seeing a ghost or a spirit. And especially since he had entered without opening the door, you can imagine that they they didn't know what to think about what they were seeing. And then he says to them, you know, why are you troubled? Why do doubts arise in your mind? So he again shows his ability his power to see what was in a person's heart or in their mind you know what they're thinking and the thoughts and intents of their heart um and so he says why why do doubts arise so whether they were doubting that it was really him or you know not sure what they were seeing um and then he says well come and touch my hands and my feet and you'll see that it's me, I have flesh and bones, you know, and so he shows them his hands and his feet, and, you know, his hands had been, um, nailed to the cross, and his feet were nailed to the cross, and so, you know, that, that may be the reason why he said that particular thing, you know, um, because they could see the scars then where he had been nailed to the cross, you know, they would know that it was truly him, Um, that they were looking at and he said it is I myself and so uh, he showed them his hands and feet and then you know they still were kind of in a in shock I guess you might say Um, so let's read verses 41 to 43 while they still could not believe it because of their joy and amazement he said to them have you anything here to eat they gave him a piece of broiled fish and he took it and ate it before them so now he's giving them further proof because he can see that you know they are kind of in shock they're joyous and happy but at the same time you know there's that hesitation there and so they give him this piece of fish and he eats it so obviously he's not a spirit it's not a vision or something that they're witnessing when they see him actually take the fish and eat it. And so, you know, this helps them maybe to settle down and to realize it it really is him, you know, in the flesh that we're, we're seeing here. And um, then he begins to speak to them. And so in verses 44 to 46, let's read what he said. Now he said to them, these are my words which i spoke to you while i was still with you that all things which are written about me in the law of moses and the prophets and the psalms must be fulfilled then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures and he said to them thus it is written that the christ or the messiah would suffer and rise again from the dead the third day so he's going back now and he's refreshing their memory and he's saying you know these are the words that i spoke to you when i was here when i was with you and the and what i was teaching you was that everything that the that moses the prophets and the psalms said about the messiah must be fulfilled and that the messiah was going to suffer And that he would die and rise again on the third day, and so he's just reminding them that hey, I already told you, you know, these are the things that I told you, and also the scriptures have told you these things. Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms have all said these things, and they must—they it was necessary that they be fulfilled as the scriptures had said. And so you know they they're soaking this in now, and they're beginning to maybe understand um, that he was he was not speaking in a metaphor, or he was not speaking, um, you know, in any any way like that when he told them those things before. That he was actually telling them, you know, what he was really going to do. You know, it's it's kind of like, I guess, you know, for us, we hear people say things, I'm just going to strangle that guy, you know, and nobody really believes that you're really going to strangle that guy, you know, it's, um, it's just a way of speaking, you know, that, that you, you're very irritated with that guy, and so maybe some of the things that he had said before, you know, they didn't take it to heart, they didn't, think that he was literally speaking about the things to come they may have thought well he's you know he's somehow talking about the kingdom and you know the struggle to take over the kingdom or whatever you know they were still probably trying to put it into their own uh box that they had created for what the messiah would do and let's go on then and see what else he says turn the page so in verse 47, he says, he continues on about the Messiah will rise again from the dead the third day, and that repentance for forgiveness of sins would be proclaimed in his name to all the nations beginning from Jerusalem. Now, this is a really important statement that he's making here, because that would not have been the thought process of the, of the Israelites to say this good news about God is for everyone in the world and we're going to go out and be ambassadors of this good news and tell it to all the world. You know, that would not have been their thought process. They were not raised that way. They were raised to take care of themselves, you know, and practically everyone else around them, their whole history had been an enemy of some sort, you know, and so to say that we are going to go and tell other people not, not just the nation of Israel that they could also repent and have their sins forgiven you know that's a foreign concept to think that our enemies could even be forgiven that they could also repent and be, be forgiven and so that's a, is a radical statement uh, to many people in israel and even today you know that is a radical statement so his uh, the repentance and forgiveness of sins would be proclaimed in his name to all the nations beginning from jerusalem so it went from jerusalem and it spread and it spread and it spread and it has spread and then in verses 48 and 49 you are witnesses of these things and behold i am sending forth the promise of my Father upon you. But you are to stay in the city until you are clothed with power from on high. Okay, so he then, um, you know, makes mention of the Holy Spirit coming is what he's talking about. And he says, stay in the city until you are clothed with power from on high. So once the Holy Spirit came to indwell the believers, Then they had that power from on high to do the work of, um, you know, sharing about this repentance and forgiveness that was available through Christ. And, you know, he was establishing a, um, a covenant or a command, you know, for them that this is what they were supposed to do as believers is to carry the gospel. To other places it reminds me of a story um that that we had seen of a film um where you know the gospel was shared with a native people out in Papua New Guinea and then based on that film then I spoke one time in a village to a, a new church that was being started and I said the same thing that they said on that film. You know, the gospel, it started in Jerusalem, this good news. And then it spread, and it went to Europe, and it went to, you know, other places around the world. And finally, it came to us, and I was speaking to them in Africa. And I said, it, it, it has come to you here in this village and you have heard the good news of the gospel. And and I said, you know, will the gospel stop with you or will you carry it to another person? And so, you know, I think the challenge of the things that Jesus said here at the end and before he ascended into heaven, the challenge is for all of us as believers when we follow Jesus, when we are indwelled by the Holy Spirit, then we have this commission. We have this great commission to carry the gospel to all the world. And so, I guess as I close this out, you know, I'd like to ask you that question. Has the gospel stopped with you? Has it come to you and then it stopped right there? Or have you carried it forward? Have you, you know, paid it forward as they say in america these days have you is there someone that you have have tried to um carry the gospel forward to them and if not then who could you tell who could we all be telling you know i don't do a good job with this either and it's an it's a reminder for all of us that the gospel doesn't just stop just because we got it we shouldn't keep it to ourselves we need to be sharing that with other people So thank you for being with me um, for this lesson, and this will conclude uh, the book of Luke, and I'll have to find out if, um, you know, Daniel and Clint want me to continue doing these lessons, and if so, then we're going to start a study in the book of Job next, I believe, and that should be interesting. I always have liked that book. So thank you for being with me, and um, I look forward to seeing you next time.